God so loved the world that He gave how many sons? Only begotten that whosoever believeth in him should not what? Perish, but have everlasting life. What is everlasting life? Live forever. Yes? God took a chance. I wanted to look at the, take a time to look at the chance that God took. When he sent heaven's only prince into this world. No other son. One son. If Jesus didn't make it, it would have been doomed for us. But God took the risk and sent his only son into the territory of the enemy. In, not in his heavenly form, but in an earthly form, as a human being, subject to all the frailties that the human condition has. He sent him. He sent him for you and I. So I want to say to all of us gathered here, Christian and non-Christian, God came for you so that you can have an opportunity, a perfect opportunity to be with him for time and for return. And so I say to those of us who are in the Valley of Decision, decide quick. Because time is wrapping up. First John chapter 4. And let's look at, we're going to go right down to verse 16. Let's start at verse 7 in pieces here. Beloved, let us love who now? One another. For love is of who? Of God. And everyone that loveth is born of God. And what? Knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God. For God is love. For God is love. And then let's look at verse 9 coming down. In this was manifested the love of God toward us. Because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world that we might live through him. The context of it is that we had a death sentence pronounced upon our head. A condemnation, an eternal death condemnation. But when Christ came, he lifted that. It was a ministry for you and I. A ministry that we must respond to with love. Not just love for him, but if we love him, we must love our fellow men. A lot of people say they love God, but do not love their fellow men. Do everything in church for a public show. But when time comes for the sacrifice to be made, when time comes for 
The sacrifice to be made to go out and let others know that Jesus is King and Savior and wants to be Lord of their lives. Not present. A lot of people in church may in trouble because they want to be elder, but they don't want to be deacon or, or deaconess because prestige. And uh, But let me tell you something. Grow where God plants you. If God plants you at the gate to be the greeter, greet well. If He plants you to be the prayer person, pray well. Pray constantly. Pray for the people that they might see Jesus. You see, in the service of God, there is no lowly position. There is no high position. There is a service to the eternal. That is what we want, an attitude of love. And when we love God, we will serve Him in spirit and in truth. John, the beloved disciple, when he speaks, he speaks from a position where he would lie on Jesus' breast. He loved God and God loved him. They had a love relationship. John loved God above his own life. You know, the, the, the disciples went through a lot, mm -hmm. but John went through it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. John was put in a pot of oil and then boiled him up in it. Yeah. But God spared him. God spared him for a reason. He spared him to write the final message. And when we when we go to Revelation, a lot of people don't like Revelation. But Revelation is the book because it tells us what is going to happen. It tells us the final outcome. And I'm pleased with the final outcome. Because it tells me that Jesus is going to be the one who makes the decision. It tells me that it is not status or back balance that is going to determine who goes over them. It tells me that it is those who keep the commandments and have the testimony of Jesus that will enter. It tells me, therefore then, that I must have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Above everything else, I must seek to be in a love relation with Jesus. And so, John presented Jesus in the opening chapters of Revelation as a caring Savior 
and that he is. John was not making up anything. He knew Jesus. He walked with him. He spent time with him. The Bible says he laid on Jesus his breath. Yeah. Uh, and um, the, the alphabet people have a different interpretation. But let me tell you the real interpretation. John spent holy time with Jesus. Amen. Holy time. John presented Christ as a Christ who wants and strive for a relationship that is close and intimate with his people. He presents Christ as walking between the seven candlesticks, signifying that Christ wants and has interest in his church. Better than that. Signifying that Christ wants and he has interest in you and I who are called by him. That Christ wants you and I to be saved. That Christ wants you and I to give up life and be a true representative of him. Amen. So let's get into the message of the candlestick. The candlestick held the candles. Yes, The candlestick held us. We are the candles. We are the ones who are supposed to be diffusing light, Christ's light to a dying world. We are the ones who are supposed to be unique, speckled, peculiar people, so that when others see and hear us, they can see that we are of a different kind, that we have been walking with that we are not pilgrims, we are just pilgrims down here. That we are moving on to a higher place. Amen. Oh yes, some persons don't want to represent Christ during the week. Uh, have better things to do. Have other fish to fry. But if your entire existence is not about pleasing Christ, you are nothing. If we are not living the life for Jesus Christ, we are nothing. You might have money and prestige and power and position, but if you are not a representative of Christ, you are nothing. Christ wants to use his church. He wants he has business with his church. He wants to move among them and trim their lives. And so you don't know about love. And once it's home, I'm back to work. If you're not trimming, mean that you know, look after you. The weak, delight not bright. And Christ so he'll give you that responsibility. He walks amongst it. 
and crave it. In other words, Christ wants to trim you Amen. so that you can shine bright Amen. in Him. What a God. A God of love. Let me tell you something. Um, let's go to Isaiah chapter 54. Isaiah chapter 54 and verse 10. Hear the word of the Lord. For the mountains shall depart, and the hills be removed. But my kindness shall not depart from thee. Amen. Speaking to Israel. And we can take it now speaking to us spiritual Israel. To you and I. God is saying, that no matter your condition, yeah. while there is still probationary time, yeah. while there is still walking on top of your grave, That's it. you have an opportunity. Yeah. My kindness shall not depart from thee. Speaking to those who have not yet accepted Christ, online or in church or who will view this message in the future no matter how far you are in sin god still loves you no matter how far or whatever you have done how much the devil has wrapped you up and tied you up god can still deliver you in other words then, your case can never be hopeless. Call on Jesus. He will hear you. He will deliver you from bondage. That's the God we serve. Neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed. Said the Lord that has mercy upon me. What a great God. Indeed. This is the God Satan is trying to misrepresent. And he's succeeding. Yeah. And a great part of his success is because we are sleeping. Yeah. A great part of his success is because we have not drawn the line. And we have failed to speak against sin because we look in our face. Top to bottom. Don't want to offend. Want to be everybody to be with friends. But that's not how it's going to work, my friend. We are representatives. We are agents of Jesus. We have to find a way to say the message in love. In love. In love. Because everything about Christ is love. No condemnation is with Jesus. Just love. But there is coming a time, and here's where we need to speak it now. There is coming a time. Not far from that. Because, well, it's happening right now. The judgment is going on. And people must hear so that they can make a decision. 
What kind of word? Amen. Let me tell you this. There are many ways out there now mm -hmm. that you can speak for Christ. Yes. Pandemic should not stop you. There are many areas online that you can get into discussions with them and help them to see Jesus. You can even preach in your house, vice versa, and, and send it to anybody. Yes. yes. You see, Christ has removed from his church excuse. Oh, yes. Yes, So if you really think, that they would say, but is because none of that. It's because of my health. Because of I'm unable to physically go. Oh no. The bridge has been built. You said something. Anything happened where telling. Telling means distance. To cut out the distance. And we can communicate anyway. God's yeah. people have no excuse. Get on the mediums out there, brethren, and let people know that Jesus still loves them. Yeah. A lot of persons are burdened with their sins because they don't know that Christ is the burden. Yes. And they have a savior who can't wait to reach out and gather them in his arms as a hen gathering her chicken. They need to know and it is our duty to tell them. Romans chapter 5 and verse 8. But God commended his love towards us. In that while we were what? <laughs> you, 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 I wonder how we could interpret this. Okay. Is, that, is that, when is the person give you that heinous crime? Yes. You still give him water yes. to drink and food. But it is more powerful than that. Yes. Now while we were still God's enemies, yes. while we were still willing to kill him, Christ died for us. Isn't that good news? You don't think someone out there wants to hear that? Yes. And it is our duty to tell them. Christians must respond with love to God. If we accept the act of sacrifice, we must also accept the responsibility that goes with it. And let, let's hear this now in Revelation chapter 2. Christ writes into the Ephesian church. He had in the Ephesian church a very good church. Yes. First dispensation of the church. And unto the angel of the church of Ephesus write, these things said he that holdeth the seven stars, seven church, seven good era, 
who walked in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. In other words, Christ knew what he's talking about. Because he wasn't afar off. He walked in the midst. So when Christ sends a message to you, he knows your heart. He knows your work. He says, I know thy work. And thy labor. And thy patience. And how thou canst not bear them which are evil. In other words, when the church was beholding Christ, when the church was in love with Christ, they caused sin by its right. And that thou tried them, which say they are apostles, and are not, and are found them liars. In other words, they were protecting who teach them. Well, that's not correct. They were protecting the pulpit. Whoever that went into it had to be a person or persons who understood the doctrine, who were preaching the Bible's doctrine. In other words, then, they would run out false prophets out of their midst. Purity in doctrine was in the Ephesian church. And as born, and as patient, and for my name's sake, has labored and has not fainted. When the church was in love with Christ, they were on the mission field. They were working to establish the kingdom. They were working to tell others that there is a savior in Jesus. They were going around praying for people. Teaching the health message. Yes? Some of us in this church, Adventist church, don't want to hear nothing about the health message. You want to hear fight and talk back. You talk about vegetarianism and returning to the original diet. And people ask you questions like, so you think me a good? And all those kind of things. Flexing feet in God's face because they have fallen out of love with Jesus. When Ephesus was in love with Christ, the Ephesian brethren did the will of Jesus. And you need to understand the context of Ephesus. If you think this world, well, Jamaica, is in bad shape morally, you needed to be in Ephesus. The Ephesians were bad people. Any badness you can think about, and those that you can't think about, they practiced it. When it comes that came on to sexual immorality, they had it locked. They were evil. The Ephesians. Therefore, when Christ's people presented themselves, they were peculiar. 
people looked up to them. People looked up to their morality. They were true representatives of Christ. Yes. But here's, here's God in verse 4 now. Making a right about. He said, nevertheless, I have someone against thee because the church has left what now? And this calls now for us to examine ourselves. Forget the Ephesians and examine ourselves. Have we left? And, and let some in push out. Let me and you walk out. The church walked out on Christ. Yeah. And God was very displeased. Very displeased. So displeased that he gave them a warning. You see, the, the Ephesian brethren were still carrying out their obligation. They turned up the church every Sabbath. They sing songs, they pray, but it was all a mechanic formality. No love was behind it. Obligation. Can't wait to have it done that we can't go about my business and go do what we want. Have we become like them? Because if we have become like them, here is God's word. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, and he didn't stop there, he said, and repent, and do the first work, or else. You know who is God? Yes, he's a God of love. Yes, he died on Calvary's cross. But he's also a God of principle. Church members better understand that God might allow you to rub him, yes. but you won't allow you to rub him first. Not God. That's right. God might allow you leeway yes. and rope, but rope comes to an end. God might say, <laughs> I won't say, but he might extend mercy yes. towards you. But there's a limit to his mercy. Oh, yes. Yes. Persons who have not yet accepted Christ, you are not brought here by the Holy Spirit, just so. He has brought you here for you to make a decision to serve him. And if you keep spreading there comes a time when you will hear his voice no more. And so can say, know that you hear his voice, harden not your heart and accept him before it is too late. God calls on them to repent. Why? Because I will take, he will remove quickly, he says, swiftly. Remove your what? Your candlestick, he will remove your life. Take you out of his business because you are misrepresenting him. 
So what happened to Israel? When Israel thought that the, 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 the message God gives them yeah. was only for themselves. And before they go out and, and serve others and diffuse God's message of mercy to the world, you know what they took it as a business. And God had to go in the church and turn over the money changers' table because the priest was doing business with salvation. Full and free salvation. Take it to business. Um, when they looked at how many lambs were slain every day throughout the kingdom, every priest had sheep farm. Sell sheep lambs. Yes, sir. Big business. Big business. And when God threw them out, yes, sir. You know, did you know that Jesus had to go into hiding after that event? Yes, had to go hiding, he didn't come out again until the day when he rode out and they showed Hosanna. And the same weekend they killed him. Because he was, was messing with their business. Salvation is not business. Church is not business. Church is an agent for Christ to call people to salvation in Jesus Christ. The Ephesians forgot it. I hear who they were flexing with now. They were flexing now with some people called the Nicol Nicolotian. Yes, that name. You know who are these people? And some of them in church today too. Everything goes. As long as you believe in Jesus, you can do anything. You have some church who teach that. Let me tell you, anywhere you find your elder or your pastor, Teaching those kind of things in this church or any church, take him out. That's right. Yes. Can't work in God's kingdom. The truth must be preached. You can't live in God's church anyhow. No. The Nicolonians were people who, 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 who loved this. Immoral sex acts. They didn't have any problem with swapping partners. Whoa. Under my church, tell my church people. No, no, church people. Church people maintain God's standard. They had no problem with more than one wife. If the spirit of prophecy says their immorality, Scans throughout Ephesus. Yeah. Imagine Ephesus was the capital of nasty living, but the Nicolonians were worse than Ephesians. Oh, yeah. And then said, then in a church. Yeah. I'll tell you something about when you take church to last and God's standard, you have more sense than God. There comes a time when God has to show you that He is God. A lot of persons are getting into unnecessary problems and suffering because they are understanding better than we are. 
in a church. Nothing about the world in a church. Yes. I'm more sent than God. I will do what I please. And God understands and, and, and yes. you hear the semantics and the, the English group yes. that speak so well. Yes. yes, dear. I understand. God don't understand. God don't understand how it is that I God the Creator, the writer of the manual. Give it to you. And I said two and two equals four and you said no God. Two and two is seven. And say God understands. No, he does not understand. Because God understands only this. As long as you're obedient to him, he will call you to rise upon the high places. In other words, God is going to exalt the obedience. It might not be in whatever you fancy down here. But if you're obedient, you will sit at his right If you're obedient, you will put a crown personally upon your head. Huh? He will put on you a robe of righteousness. Amen. You see, the Ephesians brethren fell away, and I will read it and not comment. They fell away because they gave heed to false teaching. They left their first love to follow after smooth preachers. They were jumping to prosperity preachers. They were sending in gifts. And say, and them are so because they want to get rich. And they were comfortable in sin. And let me tell you something about Satan. Satan has the prettiest smile and some of the smoothest words. Don't be fooled by the drawings of red dragon with horn and tree fog with, with tail with arrow at the end. Then they are very still. He encourages that. Satan is presenting himself as an angel of life and he's telling you something sweet and when you watch the advertisement you feel you, you, you think it is true and if you are not Bible based with a heart willing to obey you will run and follow after your own thoughts and action and he will deceive you the ultimate goal of the devil is to sink you. Part six foot six to hell. The ultimate goal of the devil is to give you an untimely death so that you can die in your sin. A lot of us who have walked out on Christ and are serving Christ according to the dictates of his law. Several of Christ, but only find today. Can't work. If you love Christ, you will keep his commandments seven days 
If you love Christ, you will be a Christian seven days per week. If you love Christ, you will give up base thoughts and activities. If you love Christ, you will turn with me to Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. That says to us, and it's my last text, Sister Edwards, please get ready to give us the closing sum. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11, speaking to us. Yeah? In the context of the great dragon being wrath with God's church. Brethren, take cover under the wings of Jesus. Something is about to break in our homes, in our churches, in our country, in our communities that time never seen before. And unless you are taking cover under the wings of Jesus, you will be overcome by the challenges. Take cover, Revelation says, and they overcame him. Overcame who? The devil. By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives. When we get this full understanding of what God wants for us, this passing from here to the grave will not be a problem. Especially those of us who have the privilege of truth, advent truth. Know that the death to worry about is the one that is eternal. Don't run to preserve this life and compromise. Because in doing so, you would have displeased Christ and reserve a ticket for eternal death. Live for Christ now. Let when Christ be given the commendation, he don't stop and say, never believe. We have an opportunity to please our Lord and Savior. Make use of it.
Almighty God, everlasting Father, King of Kings, Lord of Lords, even our soon coming King, we come before you thanking you, Lord, that in you we have hope of eternal in you, Lord, we have the certainty of victory over sin. In you, Lord, we have the promise of eternal life which one day will be a reality. We come to you, Lord, asking you to have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon the children, the young people, us as older ones. Lord, give us faith to trust in you that you will present us faultless before the throne. Lord, we recognize that we must yield ourselves to you. Help us to yield ourselves on the minute so that you can have full control of our lives. Bless us as a people, we pray. In Jesus' precious name.